Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What's happening, people? It's All Blackademic. We are back this week for another show with me, Jordan Jarrett Bryan. Now, on the show this week, we're going to have a chat about black people and voting. Who votes? Who doesn't vote? Why don't people vote? Why do people vote? Can voting ever actually change things for our community? Or are there actual different ways in which we can achieve real change within our society? Um, quite an important one, I think, now more so than ever. Just before I introduce my guests and we get into this discussion, just a shout out to all you guys out there that want to get involved in this or any other discussions please engage with us via our comment section. If you have any comments, opinions, or questions, please get them in the comment section below and we'll do our best to try and get back to you as soon as we can. We want to make it much more of an engaging process. And also sharing. If you have five people you love, send It's All Blackademic to those five people. Um, if you don't like this show, I'm sure they will as well. So share, 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 comment, comment, comment. Okay, right, this week's show, I'm going to introduce my panel first of all. I'm joined by grassroots campaigner and racial equality, um, uh, racial equality fighter, I'm going to call him, Stafford Scott. I've got here Professor of Sociology, Cecile Wright. I've also got Councillor Tele Luau here. And also joining us from New York, we have Trey, who's the host of cultural podcast, The Haters Ball. Thank you very much, all of you guys, for joining me this week on the show. How are we all doing? Everybody nice? Oh, yeah. yeah. Straight. Great to be here. Good, good, good. Um, so I, I mentioned just there that I think, guys, for our community in particular, this year, 2020, has been a year that if some would argue, if we're going to vote to try and make change, this more so than any other year is really the year we need to be voting. I know that we've got a wide ranging, or two actually, opposing views on black people voting. And I want to find out why those of you do vote, vote, and why those of you don't vote, why don't you vote? So I'm going to start off by asking you, Stafford, I know that you don't engage in the voting process. I'm going to ask you why you don't vote. And everybody else, please, once Stafford's finished his answer, please feel free to jump in and give your, give your responses. Stafford, why don't you vote? Okay, thanks, Jordan. First thing I want to say is that I'm 60 years old, so that people understand the context in which we're speaking. Um, my mum was probably the first black female shop steward in this country, Ford's Motor Company, back in the 60s. And she forced me to vote growing up. She, as a shop steward, trade unionist, she involved me in um, politics as best she could growing up. And I used to vote. And of course, I used to vote for the Labour Party. 
Um, I think the last time I voted was probably um, for Blair. And I feel that he and the Labour Party let us down as a, as a community and a people. I believe that voting just, is... Just, sorry, Stafford. Sorry, just briefly, for our listeners, any listeners that are not from the UK, just give a brief context of the Labour Party and their politics, just briefly. <laughs> I mean, Labour Party... <laughs> How can I describe them? They're to the left of the Tory party. The Tory party are conservatives and the Labour party is supposed to represent the working classes, the working masses of the UK. Our parents came to this country um, in the, the 50s and 60s. And I think in, at some point started to build an allegiance politically with the Labour party as opposed to with the Tory conservative party. So traditionally, black people in this country, especially Afro-Caribbean, first and second generation, vote for the, the Labour Party. On a personal note, I used to vote for the Labour Party, but in, in, in gosh, I can't even remember what year, when Blair didn't listen to the 2,000 people who marched to demand that there wasn't a war in Iraq. That's when I, um, Iran, that's when I actually stopped voting because if one person can ignore two million march, two, two million people who marched, then I think Parliament isn't a democratic representative of the people. And I don't think that geographical democracy, when you're a minority community, I don't think that that works for us at all. I'm of that same mindset, but for different reasons here in America. Um, my stance is more so if if we're if we're not going to organize our vote like the mississippi freedom democratic party then what we're doing is shooting ourselves in the foot we're just voting for you know identity politics and and, and fear fear mongering all oh, let's just get trump out of office if there's no organization and if we don't have any set demands for what we want if we can't have any discourse about you know maybe a poor candidate's past so that we can now hold them accountable when they do get into office, then these things are, not, are, are gonna come back to bite us. So for me right now, the uh, climate of not organizing, um, a, a president doesn't, doesn't tell you to walk by that homeless person that needs food in your neighborhood. That, that president doesn't do that, that's on you. So until we the people are ready to get with us in order to be able to hold this government accountable as we need to, then I'm, I'm going to abstain and I'm going to be, you know, organizing with the people over here. You can, you can come if you want, but, you know, that's, that's my stance. I want to respond to what Trey has said. I agree with him that voting should not be just impromptu, uh, fragmented. It should be based on organization. I agree with him entirely, but I disagree with him that you have to wait to organize people before you get them to vote. I have always voted. My grandfather back in Jamaica was a politician, so I come from a family of politicians. I have spent uh, much of my activism and campaigning around getting uh, black people to vote on one hand, but also getting them to be elected so that they can be within the system we be within the system to ensure that the black vote is not taken for granted, to ensure that black people are in there and part of the decision making. I think for, for uh, people 
black people choosing not to vote is worrying. People have died. People have died in order to get the vote. And I think we must distinguish between being able to vote and the fact that the voting system is not working. So the issue should be not stopping voting, but to ensure that our vote counts. And I think Trey's point about organising is a way in which we can ensure that our vote counts. And we need to distinguish between voting and ensuring that our vote, the black vote, it matters. That that black vote is not taken for granted. And I think it is the responsibility of the community to mobilise, to mobilise and organise to ensure that A, we get the right people selected, because that's mm -hmm. been part of our problem. That's been the problem, is who get selected and elected. When they get there, they do not take the interest. We don't control the community. that. Yep. It depends I'm on you. who... Being a black politician, young as well, um, in a predominantly Caucasian community, over 70% of um, my borough is white. Um, it's not easy, one point, um, I'll make that clear. To hear that people don't go out and vote, <laughs> you would not have someone like me in politics um, continuously standing up for what matters to black people if many people didn't go out to vote for myself i think it's a mixture yes i agree with organizing but even if you organize you have to be involved internally in these parties you can organize outside in the community but the selection process with most of these political parties is not easy so we need to have black people like ourselves influencing what's happening in those political parties as well as organizing outside in the community to make sure that black people are then voting for those people who have been selected so it's all well saying we're going to mobilize our community to vote but then you don't have key players internally making sure that the right candidates are selected to advocate and represent black people um in the uk we have around 24 percent of people who are not registered to vote that are black that's what we need to be driving we need to be driving the importance of political engagement Engagement. We need to be driving the importance of having representation and we also need to be driving the importance of activism. It's a combination. Um, but for when people say to me, what's the point of me voting? I'm like, like I said before, you're not going to have someone like me there fighting for you when I'm in the room saying, OK, why are you disproportionately excluding black Caribbean boys? Why are we disproportionately stopping and searching black males? Coming up with those but the disproportionality continues. But the disproportionality the continues. Understand that racial inequality is not going to be fixed overnight. No one can sit here and say that okay, we're going to get rid of racism or any other forms of discrimination. They're living in a fairy world. You're never ever going to. But if you have key players in there, things can change and things can get better. We're not living in a world like it was 30, 40 years, um, 30, 40 years ago. Things have. Okay. Can I say? Can I? Can I just say, please? Sorry. Right. Can I say? I've heard that. I heard that. Sorry. It's Sorry, so, so let me just let me, let me let me just let sorry let me let Straff, Stafford respond to that to that yeah. to that point. Yeah. My sister, let me just say this, okay? I heard that in the nineteen eighties when there was no black politician. I heard that. I went out and I campaigned for Bernie Grant. Bless him and rest in peace. 
He was different mm -hmm. from every single politician who happens to be black that I've ever met. Politicians, regardless of their color of their skin, it's about their political hue. It's about their party. It's about mainstream politics. Politicians, when we pick them on geographical boundaries, are not there to represent us. They're there to represent constituency and their party. I come from Tottenham. We've had two consecutive black MPs. So I know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what I'm talking about. Representation hasn't been what people promised us it was going to be. It hasn't made the difference. Every single statistic on the black experience in Britain today will tell you that today is worse than it was in the 80s. So, so why do you think that black, so many black people don't vote? What is the reason that you believe that so many black people are like Stafford and just, just like, nah? Well, they don't vote for the reasons that Stafford has given, that they vote and they think and they see that it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. So they consciously, and I don't think they do not vote because they don't think they, uh, that they're ignorant. That's a conscious decision because the voting, uh, democracy, democracy, let's, let's take voting as only one aspect of democracy. They, they see that the de democratic process isn't working for black people. They working see gosh. that they are not represented in these in the structures. They see that they are uh, underrepresented a in parliament, underrepresented uh, in local government. Can I just say that where I am in the Midlands, in Derby, uh, people black people have been here for over seventy years, and at the moment in the city, a third of the population is black. And we do not have a single black councillor. We've never had a black woman councillor. We have no black representation. We have Bain representation, but no black. So until you achieve the representation, which isn't happening, isn't happening, if you don't have black people represented in the structures, how are you going to be part of the decision making? So it's not about democracy per se. It's about it not working for us. Not and the people that we select to represent mm. us do not represent mm. black people, the black community's interests, mm. and we need to. Ensure we don't select them. That they are made accountable. We can't. They won't be them. to us. Sorry, it depends on what constituency you're in, um, and the form of representation you're going to have. Like um, Stafford mm -hmm. said, in Tottenham, you have black you've had a black MP um, and currently do. So it depends on where you are and whether they're going to have your interest. David Lammy continuously mm. talks about black people. He continuously represents black people. So no one can never say that he doesn't do that. And myself, it, it depends how you want to do it. But when you're in, it's the difference looking outside and when you're inside. So for me, people say, they're not doing enough for black people. Then you're not doing this. When you're inside, what I can tell you my experiences, for example, I've been attacked in the town hall. I'm still fighting for someone to literally get that counselor who attacked me as a black young woman. I'm trying to see justice for myself. So when people say to me that it's so easy to be in politics, it's not. We're fighting 
day in and day out, not only just for your rights, but also just so we can be heard so that people understand what is going on for our black community. So for me, when people say black politicians are not doing enough for us, black, I don't understand what you want us to do. I would love for all of you to use the same energy to go to the ballot box. I would love that energy to see a lot of you to join these political parties because we're not represented in the Labour Party. We're not represented in the Conservative Party and we're not represented in the Lib, um, Lib Dems. We're not, put, we're not represented. There's a reason why. There's not There's enough members. Why. There's not enough members. There is There's a reason why. Like I there said, so personally, change comes from within. So until you have representation in political parties, no, that's no cliches. Yeah, I don't no, agree with no, that. No, cliches. No. All right. Um, I want to go to to Trey. Do you want to respond to Tele there, who says, you know, uh, we we need more people supporting the black people who are currently in government. It, you know, we would need the black vote to kind of supplement and support the, the people like Tele. She can't do it all on her own. Right. Um, I agree on that point as a standalone point, but in the context of actual politics and what we see in reality, we'll put these black faces in these uh, political spaces and they don't hold our views. So let's let's talk about the example of right now in the U.S. Right now we have Joe Biden and Kamala as the Democratic ticket. Black Lives Matter is a movement based on police brutality, which is the current climate in America. Joe Biden, uh, co-writer of co-author of the 1994 crime bill, Kamala Harris and her horrible record as a prosecutor, all are both things that are going against exactly what we're fighting for right now. And the black community is, is, is saying, yes, yes, get, the, get Kamala in because she's black or get Joe, Joe Biden in because we don't want Trump, but we're not addressing the issue. So when we're talking about representation, these people have to actually represent black people and not just be black. We take our black vote and go, we put brother. in we put in people like Obama, who then went and turned called the the Baltimore the, the 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 warriors in Baltimore who fought back against those oppressors in those neighborhoods thugs, who also signed in the Blue Lives Matter bill. These are black politicians who've done things against the black community. So when we talk about representation, we have to have an actual political education when it comes to this, because if we keep electing black faces who then turn around and stab us in the back, we're not doing anybody any 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 justice. And I'm not saying you, Talia, I'm, I, I personally think based on what you said, you are probably a, a super dope candidate and which is why you're in the seat that you're in. So when I said organization, right, and I mentioned the, the Mississippi Freedom Democratic Party, this is a, this for me, this is my American history, right? We wouldn't get moments like 1964 and Fannie Lou Hamer in which the Mississippi Freedom Democratic Party was a response to the segregation of the Mississippi Democratic Party. This is what organization does. Not only did they just build this party, they used their organization to create the Freedom Project, which created these, these freedom schools, freedom houses, all of these things that now they were able to cultivate these politicians in their own neighborhoods. So we can't say representation without these things at the bottom to where we're cultivating these actual politicians and these people that are going to represent us. If they just throw us a black face, that don't help us. We need to be cultivating these black faces so that we can do exactly what both of you are saying. I'm not disagreeing with it. I'm just saying there needs to be a heavy aspect of who these black people yeah. are. So, so, so it's I mean, again, listen, we've lived this, okay? We have actually mm -hmm. lived this. I, I was mm -hmm. there when Bernie Brown became the leader of Harry Gay Council. 
Okay, mm -hmm. I understand that as a leader of Haringey Council, he put resources into my community on Broadwell Farm. I understand that the rest of the Labour Party did every single thing that they could possibly do to undermine that man and stop him from putting resources into our community. But I understand even more that when he became MP, he was less influential and less resourceful to us. The difference with Bernie Grant and every other MP who happens to be black at the moment is he didn't play by the systems games. He didn't play by the systems rules. You don't go into the system and change the system. The system changes you. Bernie Grant was a maverick. You know, if Bernie Grant was alive, we wouldn't have had the Windrush scandal because Bernie listens to black people from all over the country. He didn't do that constituency thing that David Lammy does. And David's my MP. I love the brother. But you write to him from outside Tottenham, he'll write back to you and say, yo, I'm really sorry that you've gone through this, but I happen to be the MP for Tottenham. You need to write to your local constituency MP. Constituency politics doesn't work for us. And Trey, I hear what you're saying, my brother, but we are a minority in this country. You have Absolutely. some numbers in the States that, that we don't have. Numbers that make right. it and make it possible to influence in ways that we cannot. We do not select, right? And, 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 and again, the sister's saying we should join the party, the, the party and then we can select our members. Right now, Joseph Edgefor is leader of Haringey Council. It's a black man. The white councillors are trying everything they can to take this man out of power. They always do that. I think people need to understand that we have a history and the politicians have continuously taught us that they don't care for our vote, they don't respect our vote, and they don't respect us. Continuously shown that. And that includes the Labour Party. Can I, can I, can I, can I say uh, that uh, Joseph Edgeford is not you in London are very fortunate that you've had black councillors and black MPs in my neck of the woods, Manchester, Birmingham, Derby, Nottingham. We've never had black MPs. So in, in the vast uh, um, majority of the cities where black people are historically have been for 70 years plus, we've never had black MPs. So I think we need to be very, very circumspect about when we talk about representation how can you talk about representation when you've never had black mps in in some of your major cities birmingham uh in the uk going back to troy troy you are spot on it's not just about rep rep representation per se it's about the values of those that are represented you in america you, you have you governors you have governors that are black you have judges that are black You've had um, uh, congressional people that are, you have senators that are black. You've even had a you president that are black. You've, you've even had a ghettos that are black. black. Yet, yet black people in America are the poorest, the most disadvantaged. And go. Obama was responsible for incarcerating more black people than even Clinton did. So it's not about Thank you, black face. It's the values. Thank, it's the thanks. values. So in terms of your organizing, in terms of your mobilization, what is urgently needed, both in the US and in Britain, that we have the right types of black people with the values, with the values Absolutely. that are well, we don't get to, to choose. ensure that our community, yes, we must ensure that we choose. 
we don't I'm get sorry, to choose. I'm sorry, I don't agree that we have no choice. I'm sorry, I don't subscribe to that. We need to organize. We need to it's reality. That's why you've never had it. That's why you've never had it, Black Hand. Hang on, sorry, sorry. sorry. Let, me, let, me, let, me hear, let, me hear, let me hear from Telly. Let me, I want to hear from Telly. Go on, Telly. It's true. I completely agree with you that it is about you sometimes do have certain black people who get into politics and I'm not being funny. I feel like they do lose themselves. And yes, that's true to a lot of people that the system changes them, party pressures and many, many other things change people when they get into politics. But that's why I said about organising and it's very much about everyone playing their part. So it's about the activists, the politicians. We need everybody to come together. You can't just rely on just the politicians to drive certain things. Um, yes, you were definitely. talking about representation of black people. I'll tell you now, we've never had a black MP. I, I'm in a London borough. We've never had a black MP. Oh, like wow, I said, okay. I'm, the I'm, I'm here very much fighting every single day. And I understand okay. I'm not the traditional person. But what disheartens me is to hear Stafford speak and be so tired that for young people like ourselves, we get it. We know life isn't great. We understand the struggles black people face. But when we hear older generations sitting there saying, there's no point, it's been like this, There's it, it makes us think, okay, so what's the point of us continuously fighting? We get it, but we're still mm. here hungry, trying to push to make that little bit no, of stop, change. Stop, 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 stop. I say there's I no point in politics. I can change every single black. Hang on, hang on, sorry, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Stafford. I'm saying is you have a duty, so you don't know who you're going to inspire. You don't know who you're, who's going to listen to you and be like, you know what? There's no point of me standing. If I was to sit here and to hear someone, no, 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 stop. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. My point, if I was to watch this and be a young black person and listen to you and say, do you know what, you're right, I'm not going to vote. Yeah, what's the point? I don't see people like myself. No, that's not, that's not what we should be saying to our young black people who are standing up and saying they want to stand, they want to run, they want to change, they want to be that real representation, not just some token black girl or boy. We understand the struggles. We know it's not going to be fixed, but what we shouldn't be saying to people is, don't vote. Don't go out there and get into the party because no, the party, they do this, they do that. We know what happens. No one's, we're not, right. we don't have, I'm not blind to the issues that are happening within my party mm -hmm. or other political parties. We understand it. We get it. But you keep going, you keep fighting. So for me, it's just the energy and the things that I think need to come out is more positivity to say that, look, everyone stand up, play your part, whether you're an activist, right. whether you want to, be, whether you want to be a politician, whether you want to work in civil okay. service is you play your part but don't say no don't right. go out there and vote for people that's not the message we should be okay, let, okay so let, let, let's let's start to, let's start respond let's start to respond okay with the great with the greatest respect in the world when we finish this please google my name all right sister okay please google my name okay what i said is i don't believe that voting for people using this this thing about geographic democracy and voting for mainstream parties is helping us at all. I would imagine that you are in the Labour Party. I've been watching the Labour Party recently. I've been hearing the Labour Party talk about anti-Semitism. I don't hear much mm. talking the Labour Party about anti-black racism. I don't hear that. I know Bernie Grant, rest his soul, was special. I know after Bernie, they saw him as a maverick and they made sure that only a certain type of black person is going to enter into politics and go into parliament. I know that black MPs are not accountable to us. I had a call this week from Green Butler. Have, let me finish this, please. Let me finish this, please. Let me finish this, please. Finish your point. Finish your point. I had a call this week from Dawn Butler following her being stopped on the streets out there because everybody knows in terms of activism i do police and criminal justice she called me on monday and by she called me on monday and made some promises to me in that discussion and today she won't respond to my text messages because the police have managed to placate her politicians are not accountable to black people they're accountable to their parties and anybody who okay, says okay. different is trying to con black people yeah but black people are also members of the labor party so you need to be asking yourself what are the black members within the labor i'm a member of the labor party what are the black members in the labor party doing to hold the party to nothing to ensure nothing nothing no, nothing I disagree with you. I have been campaigning for decades to get the Labour Party, and we need people like yourself, Stafford, to come on board. You won't come even caucus with black Tories. Do you caucus with black Tories, sister? Do you no, caucus with black Tories? I, I don't. There you go. Yes, well, I there do. you go. You're not about no, race, you're about politics. I would not call all right, all right, all right, okay, all right, guys, let's, let's just pause for a second. Membership mobilized let's, within the party. Let's just pause for a second. Trey, I want to ask Trey, I want to ask Trey, after the year right. we've just had, or mm -hmm. in particular in the States, 
Mm. And you have an election coming up in November. Do you mm. foresee, or are you getting a sense that the black community, the African Americans in in the states, are more likely to vote? What's happened the last couple of months? More so now, or have they lost so much faith in the system and, and voting that you fear that Good they question. may find other ways of trying to enforce change? My fear is that the political education hasn't grown since the last election. Absolutely. So Absolutely. what I mean by that, what I mean by that is we're still in the Absolutely. same boat to where we're voting, not mm -hmm. on policy, but on optics. Um, and it's not that we're not mobilized to vote. Everybody wants to vote, but they're not for the right reason. And they're not Absolutely. holding the they're not holding our Democratic candidates accountable in no way, shape, or form, and it's no room to ask any questions, right? So just to add more context to what I'm saying, I'm not telling anybody not to vote. What I'm saying is, in America, we have a moral issue amongst the people, right? In which we as Americans want to consume so much that we ignore our own duty to our own people. Speaking That's right. our issue. So for me, my stance is, I am going to work with the people. You vote, but when you learn that without organization, your vote does not matter, we need to have something. So that's where I am. And just because of where we are in the climate of America and what you guys are saying and what you guys are debating is, is a learning experience for me, especially as a Pan-African. And I have questions because I'm still learning. And it's shocking to me, it's like, wow, you, you're, you, your, you guys' stances are on voting are different from mine because y'all haven't had the black, you know, politicians and access that we as Americans had. You get what I mean? So it's like y'all are at a different space than we are. And we're like, we've seen the black politicians come in and do us absolutely filthy and actually do damage to Speak, the black my people. Brother. You get uh, what I'm saying? And I'm not saying uh, that that's what will happen in the UK. I'm not, I don't know. It, it tell you seem like you're absolutely on point. That's what happens. So I, I have, I had, I, I have hope. I'm a little younger than Stafford, and I haven't put as much work, so I have a little bit more hope. You know what I mean? So you know, y'all are in a, a happy middle right now. So I hope y'all can figure it out, man. I'm just learning right now. So you said, are we going to see mass turnout in? the black community to vote in local elections or national i don't believe so i think the black lives matter movement was wasted um personally we didn't have any strong leader nor did we have any real demand you can say yes it should have been black politicians but we had the black lives matter movement here in the uk and they didn't even want to bring out their identity so for me everyone we don't have that kind of I feel like we're so scared in the UK. We're not, we're, we're tired, but we're not fearful. Where we don't have anybody who's like, I'm taking this on and I'm really going to take it on and I'm going to be that platform. But there's also this kind of competition in our community. Everyone's an activist here. Someone is doing this here. Someone is doing that here. Mm -hmm. And we are drowning out the voices instead of coming together. So it's that organization because there are great key players, but nobody actually comes together. It's like everybody wants to either shine by themselves in their own little community instead of saying okay you're going to be the person who's going to lead it for us and take it for us so i think that was the problem we didn't have the clear demands a clear leader and it's wasted and i just feel like more people are woke um but we don't we i'm definitely do not believe in the next election anyone's going to be like you know what we saw what you did we're going to hold it against you we're going to be voting for this party or that party and even if you do vote for those parties i have to agree for stafford in the sense that 
who are those who are those people representing us in your communities mm. whether it's a local level or it's a national who are the black candidates there for you there's so many issues internally in political parties that for me even if people said yes we're going to have we're going to organize the community and we're going to have the numbers who are they going to vote for who are they really going to vote for when you speak to most people they don't have that political education a lot of people don't even know who their mps are who their councillors are people don't even understand the selection process within internal parties so for me it's that education first organizing and getting the right candidates in but for me personally the first thing that needs to be done is we need to have some real black people becoming members within these political parties and put and joining these political parties and taking positions don't sit back and just say you, okay what, I'm gonna what, do you, what do you mean by real black people we need real black people who don't stand on the offense we need black people who are not just quiet who are just you know gonna sit there and not come up with ideas that are gonna complain i'm so tired of hearing black people just complain 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 where are the ideas what are the solutions what are the legislation within my own community i came out during what i what i used the um george floyd's death rest in peace what i used that time was to come i set up something called haven racism a whole community it's a community organization and we came up with 10 demands for my own the council that i sit on i said i came out and said my council's institutionally racist and i came out and i said these are the 10 demands and i want you to accept them they've accepted demand one to launch an independent review into racism in the community and in the council so for me i used i used my power to do that and that's what i want i want to see people come in and join the labor party join the conservative party join the Dem party and say by the next election okay. we need to have x y and amount of black candidates by the next okay. election we okay. need more black policies so for me, policies that help black people when you're going to your your party um conference why are we not seeing black members putting forward policies that impact them they're sitting there quiet so for me it's it's i don't i'm tired of people complaining okay. and I'm, I'm not coming up with actual ideas and solutions yeah. Can I just say that locally in the city of Derby, and I will send this to you by email, we use the Black Lives Matter movement in order to put together a manifesto, a manifesto, the manifesto. The city, a, a and I'll send it to all of you, and we launched it on the 31st of July, just before Emancipation Day, on the steps of the city council and invited local agencies including the city council to come and receive our manifesto and i will send you a copy so we did use that platform uh which led to over two thousand black people unheard of in the city rallying on the 7th of june outside the council house demanding change demanding greater political representation so we have used the, the situation to our advantage. You asked me the question, can I give you examples of where black representation have made a difference? I have very few examples of that because we don't have in this country, it is a vicious circle, we don't have in this country black representation at local level or parliamentary level outside of London outside of london that's the irony mm. outside of the city of london we have nothing we have nothing can you believe that we have nothing outside of the city of london we have nothing okay i hear it we are in okay a, we are in a desperate which sorry you have to hear this we have claudia webb that's in leicester but outside of that nothing this is a crisis we have a crisis in this country. 
in terms of black engagement, black representation, black involvement. We have a crisis in this country. Mm. So we desperately need to address that crisis. Let me go to Trey um, and back to the States because you, you guys, as I mentioned, have got an election coming up very soon. Should right. Trump win that election, what is your fear and concern in regards to black people voting generally? Now, I know there'll be black people that will be voting for Trump. Cool. But what is your biggest fear should Trump win that election in regards to our relationship with politics in general? Um, I don't have any fear. I think that it will be a positive because one thing I do take note of is when Trump won the last election, a lot of people was like, okay, I got to get busy somewhere else. And it was a very small percentage, but that percentage really did start to step up and say, I need to do more. Um, so I don't have any fears. I, my, my, I, I, I'm a Pan-African, so I believe it's all power to the people and I'm going to do whatever it takes for me and my city to make sure we make it through whatever we do. So I don't have any fear in that sense of the relationship to politics, because the only thing that can happen is now people are going to see that it doesn't work. There's no fear there. There's OK, finally, finally. So there's no fear. Um, There's always going to be that crowd of people who just don't don't believe that they need to work with, but work with black people and they just feel they need to vote. And that's fine. But I feel that um, we're going to we're going to progress at least in, in terms of a political education. wise, Because once they see it don't work twice in a row, which I, I'm predicting at this point, once they see it don't work twice in a row, that should hopefully wake a, a few more people up. And, and that's <laughs> that's where I am. What are your views on celebrities and high profile people? getting involved in politics, you know, semi-campaigning. Do you feel they have a role to play or is this purely aesthetics? And we shouldn't be really taking too much attention to these kinds of, these kinds of individuals. Purely aesthetics. Um, if you want to talk about why we don't have representation or we don't see the good work that all of us are doing here, it's because the media focus too much, political parties focus too much on celebrities and influencers. And then they'll, for example, Stormzy, great guy, don't get me wrong. Stormzy came out and said everyone should go and vote. Wonderful. How, is Stormzy talking about voter registration now? Nope. Is, is he still carrying on that conversation? No. So for me, it's an annoyance. If we really want to talk about getting people involved in politics, whether you are an activist, whether you're working in civil service, whatever it is, whether you're a politician, you need to see us. You need to see the work we're doing. Look at the great example you gave out um, about the Black Manifesto. I would not have known that unless me and you speaking out because I haven't seen that anywhere. Do you know, I haven't seen that. It's, I haven't seen I that on my television. So the problem is our media focus too much on what celebrities are saying, what influencers are saying, than actual politicians, activists. And to me, that's the annoyance. Um, it's purely for aesthetics. Most of these people, let's be real, sometimes are getting paid to do these posts. Um, and the frustration that I'm having is they don't really care about these issues. They are not the people. John, John came out, like I said, John came out in Hyde Park was talking about all these issues. Prior to that, how many times was John actually talking about issues facing black people? No. I hear that. Um, Stefan, just to let people know, John, we're referencing John Boyega, the, 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 the actor from, from Star Wars, who, who's, who's from London. Right. Stafford, please. I mean, I don't know which point to address now, but I want to go back to the, the point about black about Black Lives Matter. Yes, it it it, it, it lacked focus totally. 
Well, mm -hmm. Where was our politicians? What did our politicians have to say? This is my problem with our black politicians. They're not black politicians. I don't care what they say. They're politicians who happen to be black. To be black. They won't even caucus amongst themselves in the Labour Party. Black, there's some black politicians who don't talk to black politicians. They much less talk to the Tory black politicians to ensure, right? Because if race was a priority, they have to caucus with Lib Dem and Tory to ensure that race is always on the agenda. There's other communities that do that. I'm not going to name them. They've been named in here already. So let, please, let's not kid people. Let's not fool people with party political broadcasts that are based on trying to get people's votes that you can never repay. We have seen and we can measure what benefits have happened since we've had black politicians. Trey, tell them, Black Lives Matter began in America when Obama was president. Mm -hmm. That says mm -hmm. it all. That says mm -hmm. it all. I don't speak. I don't speak. And what we do in our community, we campaign and we fight for justice. Recently, I had to call my MP, David Lammy, the leader of my council, Joseph Ejifor, and the mayor of London, Sadiq Khan. I called them to a meeting in Tottenham, and guess what? They came. I wrote them a letter where I started off saying, greetings, my brothers. I hope you understand by the salutation that this is a unique letter because only Tottenham has a black MP, a black leader of the council, and we're situated with, in a city with a politically black mayor. It's the last place on the planet that I should be writing to you talking about the treatment of black people by police and police brutality. We had a meeting. They spoke about institutional racism, enough in the meeting. And when they came out and done the quotes, they would not use those words. And when I used the words, they edited out the words. And when I wouldn't let them, they added the words institutional racism as defined 20 years ago. Please, we have to be honest. We've tried this. It doesn't work. If you keep on doing the same thing that you've always done, you're going to keep on getting the same results. My sister down in Derby, having black representation, as I just told you, with Lamy, Ejifor and Khan, having black representation makes no difference. Only to the parties that want to look as if they're diverse and they're taking on issues of minority groups. Donta. So guys, I've got, I've, I've got a wrap now, but I'm going to just, all, all four of you, just as succinctly as you can, can you all tell me one thing that you're all individually doing to ensure the betterment of black people in your communities? So whether, whether you believe it's encouraging voting or it's outside activism. I'll start with you, you Trey. One thing you're all individually doing to ensure that the lives of black mm. people in your immediate circles, at least, is going to be better. Sure. Um, I organize Spread Love, which is a pan-African organization. And the goal is to simply show people that as a normal person, you can lead and do whatever it is you need to do for your community. So my food drive is really guerrilla warfare style. We pick a location and we go and we just give people food. And nine out of 10 times, the police don't try to stop us. The owners of the businesses don't try to stop us because what are they going to say? We, can, we can't feed people for free. We can't give people free food. You know what I mean? So what, what, what I'm doing now is being the example that we could be the leaders and, and, and be the resources that we say the government needs to put, need, needs to give us. We, we as black people have the power to do it. So my, my friends, as well as I, we, that's, what, that's, that's what we've been doing, making sure we got our foot actually down on the ground and giving back to the people that actually need it, need it living in poverty. That's, that's what I'm doing.
to hear that. Cecile? Yes, I led the uh, formulation of the Black Lives Matter Derby Manifesto, a manifesto uh, that had been created to make demands on local bodies, agencies, including the local political parties to address matters of systemic, institutional, endemic racism within the city. We had a launch on the 31st of July, the day before um, the day before Emancipation Day, a very, very successful launch. And we are we will now be rolling out the demands of that manifesto in the next year or so. I will send you a copy of this manifesto and I would like you to post it where you can just to show how it is that oppressed people can come together, use the moment, the Black Lives Matter movement in order to rise to the occasion and demand change. Tell me. I got elected in 2018. I'm a young black female, no political background, nothing. I took that leap because I said there was no one who looked like me within my council. I was elected the first black female. I talk every single day about the inequalities black people face in the council and outside. I use the Black Lives Matter movement to launch a safe place for black people to talk about the racism they face within my borough. I called my council institutionally racist and I didn't care what happened to me. I didn't care about what happened in terms of my political party or within my council, what was gonna happen to me. I came out and I said, you're racist. I've dealt with it peacefully inside. Now it's time for me to actually come out and say I've had enough. So that's what I'm doing every single day of my life. I don't care what happens to me as long as the former black, as long as young black females who look like me can come up and do exactly what I'm doing in 10 years time and not face what I had to face, then I know that my job was done. Thank you. And finally, Stafford. Okay. As old and tired as I may look and sound, I've just recently got the Metropolitan Police to remove the name of 500 black youths who was on that racist database, the gang's matrix. Okay. I did that. Mm. 500 names. 500 names. I'm currently continuing the campaign for Mark Duggan. And this is why I heard someone talk about exploit or use what happened to George Floyd. I don't exploit and use dead people's names. Um, I, I, cause I campaign for people who happen to be killed by the state here. I'm currently still continuing the campaign to prove to the world that Mark Duggan was unlawfully murdered, um, on the 4th of August, 2011. I'm also starting a campaign where I'm going to call for the head, the resignation, the sacking, the getting out of office of Cressida Dick, the, um, the, the commissioner for police in London, because racism is on an absolute rise. Institutional racism is incredibly rife throughout the Metropolitan Police. And guess what? Not one of the black politicians, not one of them will say that the Metropolitan Police Service is institutionally racist. So I don't care what anyone says. Once those politicians get into situ, they're not going to say what we need them to say. It's obvious it's institutional racism and they refuse to say it. I won't vote until I can vote for people who are going to speak as we need them to speak. And two, the political party system will not allow that to happen. Agitate. Don't get involved with their system. 
Listen, Stafford, Cecil, Tele and Trey, thank you very much for joining me on what's a, a really, really important uh, discussion. I think that whatever we we all agree that change is needed and we have different ways, I, I think, in going about enforcing that change because we know that our brothers and sisters are dying. They are dying and, and they're dying um, and they don't, they don't need to be uh, dying at the rate in which they are. So I appreciate all the work that all four of you are doing in your different areas. So thank you very much. And keep up the work you're doing. Thank you for joining us here at Black Academic. Um, don't forget to subscribe to our channel, Blackademic TV. Follow our website, blackademic.com. And we're across all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Engage in all of our uh, subjects. And this one in particular, I want to know what you guys think. Do you vote? If you do, why? If you don't vote, tell us why you don't vote as well. Until next time, peace. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.